0: Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight Podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Ask a Spotlight podcast are my own, and they are not intended as, and shall not be understood or construed as, medical, health, or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. I've been really worried this week because I've been seeing a lot of false information and a lot of misunderstandings about asthma in social media. Now this confusing information is potentially harmful for people with asthma, so I've decided to speak about it. Before I do, if you are finding the podcast useful, please do follow it and also share it with friends and colleagues. Okay, so what has been worrying me? There are two issues. One relates to patients' understanding of asthma treatment and the other to patients' reports on how their asthma is treated by their healthcare professional. Now, there are two common themes here. And the one is about the use and prescription of short-acting bronchodilator reliever inhalers. These are the ones that are usually blue. And the other issue is about the combination anti-inflammatory reliever inhalers, which are now known as the inhalers which deliver anti-inflammatory reliever treatment, which is called AIR treatment, A-I-R treatment. Now to start with, I want to explain that it is accepted nowadays that there's very strong evidence that people with asthma should not be treated only with blue reliever inhalers. Now, there are two kinds of reliever inhalers. There are the blue short-acting bronchodilator relievers, and there are also long-acting bronchodilator relievers. And it's accepted worldwide that neither of these should be used for treatment of asthma without being combined with a corticosteroid in the same inhaler. I'm going to talk about the management of asthma and these reliever inhalers because misunderstandings about how they're prescribed could result in avoidable risks. And now the messages in this podcast are aimed mainly at people with asthma, that's patients but this information will be of use for doctors and nurses and pharmacists who are involved in helping people manage their asthma. Now to start with I'm seeing a lot of comments on social media where people with asthma are unhappy because their medication prescriptions have been changed. And their doctors have prescribed a combination inhaler containing an inhaled corticosteroid and a quick-acting, long-acting bronchodilator called Formotrol. And this is called anti-inflammatory reliever treatment or AIR therapy, AIR therapy. Now these are people who have previously been prescribed lots of blue reliever inhalers for their asthma. They become used to using their blue inhalers regularly for their asthma symptoms. So what's the problem here? What people with asthma have not understood is that this change is actually based on strong evidence that this is safer for you. It's safer treatment. There are in fact serious risks for people with asthma who take regular short-acting reliever inhalers. Those are the blue ones. And this regular use can and does cause asthma attacks. And these are sometimes so serious that people could die from overuse of these blue inhalers, especially if you are not taking a preventer inhaler. And those preventers usually contain inhaled corticosteroids. Now, I do want to make it clear that I'm not saying that the blue inhalers should not be prescribed at all. These inhalers are often prescribed for use in emergencies if you have a severe asthma attack. So if you've been prescribed a blue inhaler for that purpose, and that's what your self-management plan says that you should use it for, then that's fine. But what I'm talking about today is when people are prescribed excess numbers of blue reliever inhalers for their asthma and by excess I mean more than two in a year because if your asthma is well controlled you should need less than four puffs of the blue inhaler a week and that equates to about one to one and a half blue inhalers a year. So if you're using more than that you should be talking to your doctor about your asthma control. So the reason for the danger from regular overuse of the blue relievers relates to two problems. One is that the blue reliever does not treat the cause of asthma. It does not treat the underlying inflammation that causes your air passages to block up. And second, because many people only use their blue inhaler, even if you've been prescribed a corticosteroid preventer inhaler to take regularly, And the reason why this happens is because the blue inhaler does give immediate relief for symptoms. And so it's understandable that many people incorrectly believe that this is all they need to take for their asthma. So while we do prescribe that drug in the blue inhalers for emergency use when you have an attack, the thing to understand is that the corticosteroid inhaler is the most important treatment because it treats the cause of your asthma and prevents attacks and that prevents hospital admissions and deaths due to asthma. So the whole reason why anti-inflammatory reliever treatment was developed and tested was because researchers wanted to find a way to ensure that your asthma is treated in a way that is safe and at the same time that helps you by treating your symptoms when you get them. So the idea of using the reliever inhaler to also deliver the preventer drug at the same time was thought of as a possible solution. So there's been a lot of research which has shown that this way of treating asthma works to prevent attacks and particularly severe attacks, the kind that result in hospital admission and sometimes deaths. So how is this air therapy prescribed? As I said, Air therapy is treatment that involves prescription of an inhaler that has two drugs in it, a so-called two-in-one inhaler. And this contains an inhaled corticosteroid preventer drug and also a quick-acting, long-acting reliever called formoterol. Now, there are two ways in which the two-in-one combination air inhalers are prescribed. The first way is called the maintenance and reliever treatment, which is also called MART. And in MART treatment, you'll be prescribed one of these two-in-one inhalers with an inhaled corticosteroid and motrol to be used once or twice a day regularly and also to be used for symptoms. So you only need one inhaler, and that's the one you carry around with you all the time because you need to use it if you do get symptoms. And when used... This inhaler, because of the formoterol, gives very quick relief of symptoms and at the same time works to reduce the inflammation which is caused by asthma and to prevent this from getting worse and causing an attack. Now in the United Kingdom there are six different inhalers that are licensed for use as MART treatment. And the important drug in these inhalers is formoterol. That's the quick-acting long-acting reliever, and it actually works for up to about 12 hours, whereas the blue reliever inhaler only works for about 4 hours. So you should make sure that you've also been provided with a self-management plan that can be used with Mart. There are some examples on my website, that's at www.bigcatdoc.com. And these must be agreed with your doctor or asthma nurse. The other way that air therapy is prescribed is when your doctor thinks that you've got mild asthma and then you would be prescribed one of these two-in-one inhalers that's licensed for use as needed for symptoms instead of the blue inhaler. And this helps um, because it gets around the problem which is related to the risk of only using the blue inhaler. In fact, there's also a risk of only using a long-acting reliever inhaler, and I'll talk about that in a moment. So if this is how your ass is being treated, the way it works is that when you get symptoms, the formoterol will give you the relief that you need for your symptoms, very much like the blue reliever inhaler does, and the inhaled corticosteroid Will work to deal with the cause of your symptoms. That's the underlying inflammation. And we believe that that's why um, this sort of treatment stops, tracks, uh, stops asthma attacks in their tracks. So it stops the attacks from developing. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online So in this way, you're protected from the dangerous effects of regular use of the reliever alone, and at the same time, the attack that's developing will be damped down and hopefully stopped. As in the case of MART treatment, if you have been prescribed as-needed air treatment with one of the licensed 2-in-1 inhalers, you must ask for a self-management plan from your doctor or asthma-trained nurse. Now, while I haven't spoken about the environment, which I will do in a future podcast, there's one very big advantage of not using as much regular blue reliever inhalers. And that is, as a result of this, fewer prescriptions are issued, you have fewer attacks, and this will be a benefit for the environment. Now, I did say there was another worrying concern that I have, from what I'm seeing on social media. And this relates to reports from people with asthma on the way that they perceive that their asthma has been treated. As I said above, the quick-acting Formatrol reliever is the only long-acting reliever that can be used for air treatment. Now, while formotrol is one of the long-acting reliever drugs, it's the only quick-acting, long-acting reliever. So there are other long-acting relievers which are combined with inhaled corticosteroids. One of those is salmeterol, another one is Vilanterol, and there are a couple of others. Now some people are reporting on social media that they've been prescribed one of these other combination inhalers containing an inhaled corticosteroid and one of the other kinds of long-acting relievers that is not for Motrol. And their healthcare professionals have stopped prescribing their blue inhaler because they've been told they don't need it anymore. Now this is really important, especially for healthcare professionals. The only combination inhaler that's licensed for MART contains for Motrol. That's the quick-acting, long-acting bronchodilator reliever drug. So, for people with asthma and also healthcare professionals, it is only the combination of inhaled corticosteroid with formoterol that can be used for MART treatment. And so, for patients, if you've had your Blue Reliever inhaler stopped and you have been prescribed one of these drugs licensed for MART treatment, that's fine because that's actually safer to use that combination 2 in 1 inhaler with inhaled steroid and formoterol instead of the blue inhaler it's a safer way to treat your asthma and for healthcare professionals it's important to understand that the other long-acting bronchodilators the long-acting beta-agonist bronchodilators so called LABAs which are not formoterol in combination with inhaled corticosteroids are not safe to be used as needed. Um, You can have dangerous complications from these, and there have been warnings for many years, about use of these other long-acting bronchodilators without an inhaled corticosteroid. So it's important, if you're a prescriber, to know which asthma combination inhalers can safely be used for relief instead of a blue inhaler. I have done a previous podcast where I interviewed uh, Richard Beasley, who's a specialist in New Zealand, on the use of air therapy, um, anti-inflammatory reliever therapy, and that was podcast number 34. And I would suggest you have a listen to that one as well. So the thing to remember is that the aim of treatment of asthma is to prevent attacks And so if you need more than two blue reliever inhalers in a year, then your asthma is probably poorly controlled and you should consult your doctor to see how your treatment can be optimised to prevent the symptoms that you need to use the blue inhaler for. So to finish off, in summary, there are two kinds of reliever inhalers prescribed for asthma. These are short-acting, which are usually blue-reliever inhalers, and the long-acting relievers. And one of the key take-home messages is that these relievers should not be used in asthma alone without a preventer drug. Now, I've explained that inhaled corticosteroids both deal with asthma symptoms and also help to prevent attacks. And I've also explained the reasons behind the use of combined inhalers for anti-inflammatory reliever treatment, where both your symptoms are relieved by the Fulmartrol long-acting reliever, and at the same time, the cause of your asthma is also treated using the inhaled corticosteroid, and that, of course, is the inflammation. Now, I've explained that the long-acting reliever called Formatrol is also very quick-acting and also this drug is licensed in a combination inhaler for use as relief as an alternative to the blue short-acting relievers. Formatrol is combined with an inhaled corticosteroid in a two-in-one inhaler and this is licensed for use both as needed instead of the blue inhaler in mild asthma And also, it is licensed as MART therapy, that's maintenance and reliever treatment in people with a more severe asthma. The other long-acting bronchodilators, those are the ones that are not for motrol, which are in combination with inhaled corticosteroids, are not licensed for use as needed or as part of maintenance and reliever treatment. So if you're unsure what kind of long-acting reliever you've got in your prescription, do ask your doctor or asthma nurse or pharmacist for more information about this drug. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asthmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.